Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I just love Christmas. Christmas is truly the best time of the year. I just fucking love it. And yeah, I don't know. It's just the best time of the year. The most wonderful time of the year. I really do believe that. So you guys have such nice, heartwarming stories that I want to make sure I get to as many as I can because they make me so happy. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Did I get ya? Hi, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. It's a very fun, special holiday, special, because it's officially December and I'm just feeling like we need to get into the freaking holiday spirit. We need some holiday cheer. We need some pizzazz. We need some sparkle. We need some spiced wine, some spiked wine. Yeah, we need it all. So I thought it'd be fun to do a little holiday special and talk about my favorite traditions that we do during the holidays and also share a lot of your just heartwarming, wholesome stories of all your different types of traditions and things you look forward to. And just truly the best vibes are going to come from this episode. Um, I've loved reading all your stories. They've just made me so happy and also got really good ideas for traditions I want to start to implement um, in our little family. So I'm really excited about this episode. Hope it gets you in a good, fun holiday mood and brings some cheer into your life. So let's get into it. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) This episode of Acting My Age podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your man's family jewels. (laughs) That's right, ladies. Jingle balls, jingle balls, jingle balls, all the way. (laughs) It's holiday season, as we all know. It's time to buy gifts. Gotta get some gifts for your relatives, and you definitely gotta get some gifts for your man. And I know exactly what you need to get him. It's the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. If you don't know about Manscaped, ladies, it's very important to trim below the belt. You know how it is. Sometimes it's a bit bushy down there, and this makes it so easy for your boo to just trim, trim, trim. And not to mention that sometimes, let's let's be honest, Sage has used my razor before to do the D down there, and it doesn't really work out so well. It's not meant for that, you know? It's just not. Let's gift our mans a way that they can enjoy the trimming, the manscaping. This is why the revolutionary company Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has proprietary advanced skin safe technology, so this trimmer reduces cuts on your man's nuts. It's also waterproof, which prevents a mess on the bathroom floor and in the sink. The lawnmower 3.0 comes <laughs> inside their hot new perfect package which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything your man needs to keep him trimmed, cut-free, and smelling real nice down there. Speaking of smelling nice, you know what? It's not always fresh. It's not always roses. I'm very excited and thankful to announce that their Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver products keep those jingle balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. You know what? 
men, you put deodorant on your armpits. Why wouldn't you put some deodorant down there? Let's make a little holiday cheer, shall we? Not to mention, these formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free, so you know his manhood is indeed in good hands. And to make it even better, this perfect package comes with a pair of the Manscaped boxers that'll keep his junk nice and tidy and feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pairs of boxers, the ones that has holes in them. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get your mans, your friends, the best gift of all, Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. And you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code ACTINGMYAGE at manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Ladies, this is the perfect gift for your man. He's not going to buy it for himself, I don't think, so you might as well just do yourselves both a favor and put it under that Christmas tree. And men your balls will thank you. Once again, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code actingmyage at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com using the code actingmyage. So for our holiday traditions, I'm trying to think exactly what I should talk about. Um, We're not like we're not Christian or anything, but we still celebrate Christmas. Um, always grew up celebrating Christmas. And I think one thing that stuck out to me was one year my mom made um, like an advent calendar, but we made it together out of red and green um, paper. And we each cut out like little strips and then taped them together. So it'd be like one long chain of paper, if that makes sense. And then each day um, we would open one of the chain, one of the loops and a different activity um, would be on there that my mom picked for us to do. So we had like uh, 24 days of really fun mother-daughter activities to do around Seattle. So that was really nice. I remember feeling like that was super fun and really enjoying that. Like one day we made cookies and um, made custom or not custom. We made DIY ornaments together a couple years. That was really fun too and gave them as gifts for people. So yeah, those are definitely some of my favorites and just making Christmas cookies. Every year I get so ambitious wanting to make these amazing Christmas cookies, but they always look like poop whenever I make them. Like I can't, I can't get it down. I follow the, re- the instructions on Pinterest, but you know, maybe this is the year. Maybe this is the year that I will do so well with my Christmas cookie making. Also, I think I should make gingerbread cookies because those are really delicious. Oh, and last couple years, <laughs> Sage and I did a drunk gingerbread um, house challenge. I, it's up on my YouTube channel from two Christmases ago when we were living in New York. We got absolutely trash like literally drank a whole bottle of tequila between the two of us and had a competition to see who could make the best gingerbread house and it was so like so messy we were trash but it was hilarious and definitely a fond memory and we actually did it again last year with my best friend Catherine and um, her boyfriend at the time and um, yeah it didn't really go that well I don't think we drank enough and the footage just wasn't like didn't end up being good. So I didn't end up using it sadly, but we still did it and it was fun. Had some good memories. I'm trying to think what else do through spice wine is a big thing that I love to do. But honestly, for me, like the most wonderful thing um, that I enjoy doing is just decorating the house for the holidays. And I actually started to do that right before doing this podcast because um, I wanted to get into the, into the mood 
yesterday was Thanksgiving and that was super lovely and got me feeling ready for Christmas for sure. So I took out all the pumpkins from our house. We had a lot of pumpkins everywhere. I took those out, um, brought in some garlands. I brought in some red um, taper candles, some twinkly lights, and I changed out our blankets for Christmas blankets and just started getting it pop. And I put on pro tip on Netflix, look up, um, fireplace <laughs> and fireplace for your home, I think. So yeah, it's just a video. That's just a recording of a fireplace, but it has all the crackling of the wood and it honestly is a vibe. Like it really does seem to warm up the place, even though it obviously doesn't actually, it just feels nice. So put that on and, um, put on some Christmas music, put on my good old Christmas playlist and, just felt really lovely to start getting into it because I feel like this year has been quite a shit show. As a lot of people have said, one person sent in a story and said it was a dumpster fire, which I think is really accurate. So yeah, this year has been quite the dumpster fire. And I think that we should all treat ourselves to get into the holiday spirit a little early if we want to, of course, um, if it brings you joy, which it definitely does for me. So yeah, I'm decorating early. I'm listening to Christmas music early. We're actually going tomorrow. I think it's going to be the start of a new tradition, a new mock family tradition, because it's kind of fun. We're like establishing our own traditions now that we're married, um, and have our own house and everything. But, um, so tomorrow we're going to go up early to, or down, I guess, to, um, North Bend, which is an area in Washington. And I guess there's this thing where you pay $10 and you get a tree cutting pass and you can go and, um, cut a tree and like pick whichever one you want. Like you actually go out into the forest and, um, pick it out and then haul it back to your truck and drive it home. So I think that's really fun. We got the idea from our friends, Emma and Stetson. They've been doing it for a lot of years and they always get some really cool trees. So, I'm really excited. It's also a lot cheaper. Like trees are so expensive. I feel like these days, 80 bucks or so for a big tree, kind of crazy. So Sage really liked the fact that it's only $10, but I like the fact that it just seems way more fun. We get to go out and cut our own perfect tree down. And I feel like that'll be such a fun thing to do when we have kids every year, they'll be able to, you know, run around and find the perfect tree. And we all work on cutting it down together. Like what a movie, what a Hallmark movie. My God. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I think that'll be a new tradition and I love decorating the Christmas tree. We have a bunch of ornaments we collect over the years and um, yeah, really pumped about that. And what else was I? Oh, we actually just watched The Holiday on Netflix earlier today. It was really good. It's um with Emma Stone in it. Is that her name? Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. Um, It was cheesy, but not so cheesy that you were like feeling too cringy or anything um and I really liked you know the main characters and the whole plot was funny there was a lot of funny moments in it and it even made me tear up like it was really good so if you guys are looking for a good old holiday movie definitely enjoyed that one I'm trying to think what else I just think giving gifts is so satisfying and makes me so happy because you just I don't know that's like my favorite thing to do I, I don't really usually have any set ideas for anyone. I just kind of float around the store until something like speaks to me. And so that usually means I have to float around a lot of stores because, um, to get presents for everyone, but it's just, I don't know. I always try to curate the most, um, like special gifts for everyone. And I love wrapping presents, love getting the wrapping paper, which I should probably get 
that soon, actually, because it starts to get slim pickings as it gets closer to Christmas. But I love getting the huge thing of um, ribbon and you can make all these crazy cool bows. And I just love Christmas. Christmas is truly the best time of the year. I just fucking love it. And yeah, I don't know. It's just the best time of the year. The most wonderful time of the year. I really do believe that. I really do love it. So I think I should just shut up because you guys have such nice heartwarming stories that I want to make sure I get to as many as I can because they make me so happy. And um, yeah, thank you guys so much for sending them in. I really enjoyed reading all of them. And a lot of you are from all over the world. So it was really cool to hear um, the different traditions that each country has. So let's just get into your stories. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. I don't remember how that song goes. Okay, this first story is Finnish Christmas. Hi, I wanted to share how a typical Finnish Christmas is, at least in my family. Usually it's super cold, negative 25 degrees Celsius, and snowy here, and we start the morning with rice porridge with one almond hidden inside. The one who finds the almond gets to put the star on the top of the Christmas tree. Then we prepare food, etc. We always watch the snowman on the TV. Before Christmas dinner, we always go to the sauna and roll naked in the snow. After dinner, we usually open presents and play board games and eat a lot of sweets. The coziest time of the year. Love your podcast. Oh, that's such a, that's so amazing. It really is a movie and they have the traditions down. Like, I love the rice porridge with the almond. That's so fun. And then that person gets to put the star on the tree, rolling around naked in the snow. Like, what? could be better than that sounds so so much fun oh my gosh okay next one hi hi some cozy christmas traditions i enjoy are number one morning cribbage games with my parents while sipping on some coffee and baileys old school christmas music playing in the background on my mom's cds so wholesome number two gifting my dad a puzzle on christmas morning after presents are opened we all help my dad do his puzzle throughout the day and the few days after christmas Number three, my dad and I both curl, the hurry hard sport. So we go down to the local curling club, have a bev, and just throw some rocks. It's the cutest quality time. Excited for the holiday pod. Cheers. Wow. Okay. I feel like perhaps you don't live in the U.S. I mean, I might totally be wrong, or maybe your parents are. This sounds like not like curling and have a bev, go to the curling club. Have, I mean, maybe that's just me. Maybe your parents are just freaking cool. Because all these traditions just sound so, like, fun. So cool. I want to do that. I want to go to the local curling club and have a Bev and sip on some Baileys and play cribbage. Wow. Very cool. I like all these. I like the puzzle idea. That's actually really nice. You all do it together as a family. That's very wholesome. Okay. I loved this one. And I was telling Sage I want to um, maybe incorporate it when we have kids because I think it's so fun. Hi, Heen. One of my fave holiday traditions growing up was what my mom called the midnight party. I don't know if any other families do this, but the midnight party is when we were little. My mom and dad would wake us up at midnight, which we thought was so cool since it was so late. And we would go downstairs and they would make a huge cheese board for us. And we'd read kids Christmas books and open our early Christmas present, which was always a pair of BJs. One of my favorite Christmas memories growing up. Love you in the podcast. Um, I love that so much because it is so exciting to be up at midnight when you're little and like, ah, that's just so fun. Like you're waiting in bed and then 
mom and dad wake you up at midnight to come downstairs and like I'm just picturing it's all decorated and there's food laid out and like hot chocolate or something and you read Christmas stories and you open a present. I love that. I really like the tradition of opening one present on Christmas Eve and I, I was wanting to think of a way to make it really special and fun to incorporate that like when we have kids. So I really like that idea but I was telling Sage and then he's like, but that means we have to stay up until midnight, <laughs> which is funny because we're literally such old people. We go to bed at like 930. But I have a feeling I'll be rushing around, you know, setting up Christmas anyway. So I love that tradition. OK, this one is really fun because it's so different than like what I'm used to for Christmas. Um, hey, Rohini. Firstly, thank you so much for the great content. It has really kept me going this year. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm writing live from Melbourne, Australia, but all my family is from New Zealand, so I've enjoyed a beach Christmas every year since I was born. We all go to my grandma's beach house and have a barbecued succulent lamb and fluffy ice cream and marshmallows for dessert. The beach house is such a special place to me. Sometimes it feels more like home than my own house in Melbourne. Melbourne, oops. <laughs> we see whales, dolphins, and killer whales on the regular, which has definitely sparked my lifelong connection to nature's power and omnipotence. My grandma is also a huge inspiration in my life. She moved to New Zealand after the war, where she raised seven children and became the first female dentist there. Damn, that's awesome. Badass. She's now 95 and still the most witty and wise person I know. Unfortunately, due to COVID, we can't go there this year, and I worry when the next time I see her will be. Anyway, I'm so grateful for all her teachings and knowing she will be with me always. I wish you, Sage, Henry, and Blue the merriest Christmas filled with love, light, and warmth. Love from Australia. Oh, um, Wow so interesting a beach christmas um where you have ice cream <laughs> it's like that's so crazy but i love it it sounds so special your grandma sounds like a pretty cool lady hey rohini i have a wholesome christmas tradition for you it's a tradition we've been doing on one side of my family since i was a little girl i'm 19 now it's fun affordable and sustainable so i wanted to share it works with all ages we, my grandparents, aunt and uncle, cousins and parents and siblings, pull name tickets a few months before the holidays, like Secret Santa. But the catch is, the gift you give has to be homemade. On the day of our small gathering, we all reveal who we had and give them our homemade gift. It's been so fun over the years to see what everyone makes. This year, we might not be able to meet, as COVID is very, very bad in my area right now. But worst case scenario, we will drop the gifts off at each other's doors and Zoom share what we received. Some of my favorite creations over the past decade tie-dyed socks and underwear, homemade soaps, bath salts, etc., scrapbooks, photo books, and a calendar, hilarious raps with music videos written about the receiver, songs written and performed for the receiver, my dad built me a bed frame once, knitted sweaters, scarves, and hats. Thank you for sharing with your listeners if you did. Happy holidays, everyone, and stay safe. I know many have lost so much this year, and like myself, very likely won't be able to see family or my partner for Christmas. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Your dad built you a bed frame. That's an epic, epic Christmas gift. I love that tradition. It's such a great idea. It's really fun to get homemade stuff. Like Anne, Sage's mom, always really, really does an excellent job with the homemade gifts. Um, I always love her gifts that she makes. Hi, my name is Maria. I'm from Puerto Rico, and I just wanted to share some of our Christmas traditions. Even though we're on American territory, we have different ways of celebrating the holidays. First of all, Christmas lasts about two and a half months long. This is because we celebrate Thanksgiving, Christmas, and also Three Kings Day. Second, we do something similar to caroling, but it's called 
no gosh, parandas. <laughs> I don't think I said that right. Parandas. I don't know. I want it to sound festive because it seems like it'd be festive. This is much louder and filled with upbeat songs. We also drink coquito, which is the best coconut drink anyone can ever have. Plus, instead of being cozy, we just go to a lot of parties since there isn't any snow here and we try to enjoy the weather as much as we can. Anyway, these are some little things that we do. But this time of year, it's mostly filled with lots of songs, food, and family time, which are the common factors that unite us all with the rest of the world. Smiley face. Um, yeah, instead of being cozy, go to parties and drink coconut drink. Sounds fun. Um, yeah, I just, I would, I'd love to spend Christmas somewhere that's warm. I don't think I ever have. Like tropical sounds so interesting. I always equate Christmas here with like cold and snow and trees and everything but I love I love hearing the different things sounds super fun hey Rohini first of all I'm all the way from the Philippines and I really love your podcast I want to share how we celebrate Christmas here believe it or not as early as September 1st we are already putting up Christmas ornaments around our house and you will start to hear neighbors playing Christmas songs from their speakers that has been a tradition among us Filipinos we have this thing called a a parole 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 Parole, which <laughs> which is like a lantern in different shapes, like a parasol, a parole, maybe I'm, I hope I'm not saying that wrong, which is like a lantern in different shapes and colors. And you will see that these things hang outside almost every house during the nighttime. I really love seeing small shops selling these, especially when they leave them lit up across the street. Oh my gosh, that sounds magical. Another thing we do during the holidays is that exactly on Christmas day, we visit all of our relatives and do mano, which is putting the elderly's hand on your forehead as a sign of respect. And that's usually the time where they give the kids money, or aguinaldo. The point of this submission is to share our traditions to all of your listeners. Haha. Ha. Hope you enjoyed reading this, although I think I sucked at the composition of this email. Love you, Rohini. By the way, I'm only 16. Oh my gosh, you did not suck at the composition of the email. I really like that you go around to your relatives and like get a sign of respect from your elders, or give a sign of respect to your elders. That's really cool. Like, dang, that's really cool. And I like the um, all the lanterns in the streets. That sounds magical. Okay, next one. Ella Mayo. Okay, first off, I love you, Heaney. Second of all, I'm drunk. <laughs> love to hear it. I just have this hilarious memory of a Thanksgiving a few years back where my grandpa was in charge of cooking the rolls. He put them in the oven for an hour instead of 10 minutes. They were totally burnt when he took them out, which of course set off the fire alarm. We, all, we thought it was all good and sat down to eat, and as we were all going around the table, the fire department charged through the door because they had been dispatched for a fire. Such a funny memory that we all laugh about to this day. Happy holidays to you, Queen, and to all of the listeners. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Yeah, that's a classic, classic family story that will be told, like, forever. You know when Grandpa made the fire department crash our dinner? Yeah, that's, like, classic. That's funny. Okay, another funny one. Hi, Rohini. I don't know if this is the kind of thing you're going for because it's definitely not cute or wholesome, but when I was really young, my mom took us to church on Christmas Eve. We don't normally go. We're not religious. For the Christingle service, where you get given an orange with sweets and a candle stuck in it. The Visar? I literally don't even... Visar? I don't even know how to say that. That shows like I really haven't been around a church. Let me Google. V Visar um, pronunciation. Vicar? You're kidding me. Bitch, what? Vicar. Vicar. Oh, shit. <laughs> I bet a lot of you guys are laughing. Is it literally Vicar? I swear I've never heard that in my life. Okay. Vicar the Vicar. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. 
the vicar leaned over me with his baggy sleeves and I accidentally set him on fire. It's become a family legend and every year I get the piss taken out of me for doing it. Haha. He was fine. There was a bucket of water on standby for such disasters. Love the podcast. It always brightens up my Wednesdays. Oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> like you're the kid that lit his sleeve on fire. That's funny. Also, I'm really shook that I really thought it was Visser or Visar or something. Vicar? my goodness um okay another really cool um story hi Heaney I'm so excited to listen to this holiday podcast Christmas is my favorite time of the year every year I wish for snow but I live next to the Mediterranean Sea and it never happens um I would love to explain the tradition we have in Catalonia it's a part of Spain where Barcelona is to celebrate Christmas it's really surreal so here it is sorry if I make mistakes English is not my first language Almost two or three weeks before Christmas, we put a tree log in our living room. We paint a face on it and cover it with a blanket. It's kind of cute. I'll insert a photo so you can see. It is cute. It looks like a little, like, animal. Like a little reindeer. Yeah. Looks like a reindeer. Um, and then we feed it, quote, quote, every night with, with anything. For example, fruit peels, bread, or cookies. It's really fun for kids to see how in the night there's a full plate of food, but in the morning it's empty because the log has eaten it. The goal is to feed it as much as possible so that on Christmas Day... All the family gathers around the log and singing a song. We hit it with the stick and then run to the other room and let the log dot, 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 ready, poop. <laughs> when we come back, the blanket that covers the log is bigger and the kids take it off and there are presents that the log has literally pooped out. We are really proud of our tradition and it's a big thing to have the tree logs under the Christmas tree. Of course, it's difficult to believe even for little kids. When I was young, I would sit in front of it and think about the, the logic behind the log pooping presents and how it couldn't eat the food. But I think that the real magic is gathering all the family around the tree log who has been fed and taken care of for weeks, just for the moment to be shared. Thanks for reading. Hope you've enjoyed the story. Can't wait to listen to the podcast. Yeah, that's really, I've never heard of that. That's really interesting. And also, like, it's just fun. I love how different the traditions are. Um, and in my mind, I don't think that's any more, like, ridiculous than, like, Santa Claus somehow fitting down your teeny-weeny chimney. Like, you know, it's just a magic thing. Gotta use your imagination. And it is sweet that you all, like, feed it and care for it. Like you said, that's nice. Hello. First off, j'adore your podcast. Oh, thank you. Just a short one to mention a tradition that's originally Irish. On the 24th of December at night, families light a single candle by the window all together and say a short saying that roughly translates as, may we all be here again together next year. Traditionally, in religion, it meant that there was room at the inn for Mary to give birth to Jesus. Haha, <laughs> but now it has a broader meaning of welcome. In my family, the candle was also lit to show you believe in Father Christmas as a welcoming beacon so he can find your home in the dark. We also left a plate out with mince pie and whiskey for him and carrots for the reindeer. Keep sparkling. I love what you do. <laughs> um, I, oh, I love that. I just, uh, yeah, just picturing a family like lighting a candle in the window and the parents being like, this means that Father Christmas will know that we believe. Like, oh, I love it. The magic, the magic. I think letting kids believe in Santa and all of the magic is so amazing and special and imagination is so, so important. It's everything. Um, I always felt bad, like that there was, I remember there was a few kids that their parents like didn't want to, I guess, lie to them in quotes. So they like told them right away when they were like four that Santa wasn't real. I'm like, damn, dude, damn. That's like 
okay. I mean, yeah, everyone to, to each to their own, but like, that's kind of sad. All the other kids on the playground are like, Santa's coming. And then someone's like, Santa's not real. Like, damn. But I know, of course, not everyone celebrates Christmas, but I just remember that, that memory on the playground. <laughs> I literally remember like realizing Santa's not real. I don't know exactly how old I was, but I remember I was sitting on my mom's lap and I was like, Santa's not real, is he? Like, you guys are Santa. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, and the Easter bunny? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, dang it. <laughs> but I'm like, are you still going to give me a stocking next year? <laughs> uh, I still get a stocking. I love stockings. Okay, anyway, next story. Hey, Rahini. One of my absolute favorite holiday memories is swimming in a lake on Christmas Day. My aunt lives in Geneva in Switzerland. Oh, and right by the most beautiful lake. The water is crystal clear and backdropped by the mountains with snow on the tops like in the movies. Wow, it sounds amazing. We always go in the morning so the sunrise reflects onto the water, making it all orangey pink. Of course, we're going into an open water lake with no wetsuits and woolly hats. My aunt is part of a group who does this, so she's trained for cold water swimming. Anyway, it's so, so cold, but that's kind of part of the magic. The water feels like it's dancing on your skin, and honestly, I felt like a mermaid, which is always the goal in life, really. <laughs> After we got out, we had hot mint tea and waddled home to the fire, wrapped in towels like burritos. Unfortunately, I won't be able to go this year because of corona, but it's still one of my most treasured memories, and hopefully I can swim somewhere else this year. Hope this wasn't weird and boring, haha. Oh my gosh, not boring at all. And she attached two photos of Lake Geneva and it is absolutely stunning. Straight out of a movie, a princess movie, like literally looks incredible. Um, not boring at all. Are you kidding me? That sounds amazing. Like what a magical life. Seriously. Wow. It's truly beautiful. Hey Rohini, hope you and your family are all happy and healthy going into this precarious holiday season. I have a story about the first time I went to my boyfriend's for the holidays. My family celebrates Christmas, but my boyfriend of two years is Jewish. Three months into our relationship, I bought a plane ticket down to see him over the holidays. It's called panicking during finals week. <laughs> and ended up going to his family's Hanukkah party with most of his extended family. I was so petrified of A, meeting literally everyone related to him, and B, not knowing what to expect. When we sat down for dinner, I felt like all eyes were on me as I tried various dishes, various Jewish dishes, applesauce, latkes, etc., but it ended up being so wonderful. As someone who seriously struggles with family relations around the holiday season, I was so thankful to be welcomed with such open arms by everyone, and it was so fun being included in their family traditions and experiencing something new for the first time. For everyone listening who struggles around the holidays, I recommend you come up with your own personal tradition. It could be simple, like a festive face mask, or elaborate, like baking your own dish. I think it's always a good feeling to be able to make yourself happy during the holidays, especially when family, unfortunately, adds extra tension. I can't wait for Zoom Hanukkah this year, and I hope everyone finds some form of connection and love during these tumultuous times. Can't wait to hear the pod. Wow. Great advice. Like, my goodness. So true. I think if you can't... Like, if you don't have fond memories of holidays um, growing up, you can always change it. You can always make your own traditions. And if you want to have kids, you can pass those traditions on. You know, nothing has to continue on. Like, you can break you can break almost any pattern in life, I think, if you just set your mind to it. <laughs> so, yeah, I really like that advice. And I also love um, how she had a lovely time at Hanukkah and I can I can just imagine like all of the relatives again it seems like a movie like staring at her wondering if she's gonna like the latkes um but yeah I think that's really nice 
Mm-hmm. I want to go to a Hanukkah. I've never been. This is kind of a similar sentiment in starting your own traditions. Hi, Rohini. First of all, I just wanted to say thank you. Finding you is one of the best things to have happened to me. Oh my gosh. You're so wise and insightful and are so damn genuine and caring. I can feel the love you have for everyone. Oh my God, bitch. You make me tear up. <laughs> thank you. For my holiday submission, the holiday season has always been kind of difficult for me. My childhood was very messy and I never really got a chance to enjoy anything from the holidays. I ended up losing both of my parents in the month of December. And since that point on, I absolutely dreaded the holiday season. Flash forward to today, I'm in recovery from mental illness, and as part of my recovery, I made it a goal to start new traditions. My boyfriend and I got our own Christmas tree. I'm cooking meals my mom made, but vegan, for my friends and family, and I'm actually taking the time to sit with myself and just presently live. I've never noticed until now how breathtaking this time of year is. I guess if there's anything to take away from this, it's that even when the universe may be unfair and throw us hard shit to go through, you will always be blessed with something in return. You just have to be open to it. I'm so thankful to be here today to be able to look at Christmas lights, set up a Christmas tree, and be able to give gifts to those I love. Okay, I'm done. Sorry, that was a long one. Sending so much love to you, Sage Henry in blue. Oh, thank you. Wow, I I am so sorry about your parents. I can't even imagine. That's so, so insanely hard. And it's so incredible that you have that perspective and outlook um, that you do. It's like so incredible. Good for you. Honestly, it's amazing. And I really like that you are finding the the magic in this time of year for yourself. I think that's amazing. And um, yeah, I just want to give you a hug. I hope you had a beautiful day so far, and I think the idea of a holiday episode is so cute. I'm sure everyone needs a little Christmas story here and there to calm down some stress. My family and I never really had extravagant or eventful holidays, and the holiday time pretty much consisted of watching movies and driving to other parts of the family. But I think it's perfect and beautiful in its own way. Me and my little brother always woke up earlier than my parents, and what we would do is watch our favorite childhood shows and movies, Barbie movies especially. We would cuddle up together under a blanket and make a betting game with what our presents that year would be. When my parents woke up, we would have a big breakfast with all the Russian food my mom usually didn't have time to cook. She's a business lady. After that, we would get ready and take a long winter road trip with tea and cookies and all of that to drive to our grandparents who live on the other side of Germany with my aunt and cousins. During this road trip, we would always watch the same movies because there was those were the only movies that we had on hard disk. Cars, Russian kids shows, Home Alone, and Madagascar. I know, weird combo, but we would speak every word and sing all the songs. It was so fun. We would spend the day there and sometimes sleep over. My grandparents live in an antique renaissance kind of rundown home, but it is so cozy, and I remember vividly walking on the floors and seeing the high walls and feeling like I was a princess in my castle. My family is very small, and most of our relatives live in Russia and Kazakhstan, but I think it was beautiful on Christmas to have a small family. This way, it was less stressful for the family, and as kids, we had more time to get creative and play games and watch TV. I'm currently in an online lecture, and I'm so bored of uni already. I don't have many exams and due dates this year, so I hope I have time to get into the holiday spirit. Thanks for reading and maybe listening, if you read this on the podcast. Love you. I love that. And it is it really is the little things, like just being in the car with your brother and eating cookies and having tea and like knowing every single word to the movie. That's just so... It's so magical and it, the little things can be really, really big things if you just pay attention to them and like um, realize how special they are. And oftentimes it is the little things like it's definitely the little things for me, you know, 
yeah, a time with family is very, very, very precious. And I really want to see that house, um, your grandma's house. It sounds epic. Hi, Heaney. First, I'd just like to say Merry Christmas, Eek. I cannot believe it's the end of the year already. Thank God if you ask me. Goodbye, 2020. Yes, agreed. This year is the first Christmas without my granddad as he passed at the beginning of this month, which, as you can imagine, is very upsetting. However, it isn't all doom and gloom. I have a story that hopefully brings a smile to yours and listeners' faces. What a lot of people would have probably experienced in their younger years, Santa being real, I wish we could believe in Santa forever, it's so heartwarming, but nevertheless, anyway, every single year, my mom always gives my brother and I Santa sacks to open, bearing in mind I'm 21 and my brother is 15, so it's pretty obvious we both know Santa isn't real. It's very cute, nevertheless. However, when I was about 16, I remember it was Christmas Eve and I was in bed sleeping. It must have been around 1am. I then remember my bedroom door opening very slowly and quietly, so me being me, I pretend to still be asleep. My mom comes in, tippy-toeing, trying to make as little noise as possible with this huge Santa sack weighing her right shoulder down. Honestly, I wish you could see the memory. It's so funny. She's all hunched over like the Grinch when, she, when he walks by with the sack, trying to steal the toys. Haha. Ha. I hope you get that reference. I then thought it would be intriguing to pretend to wake up just to see her reaction. Well, she drops the sack at the bottom of my bed and sprints out of the room so fast I thought Usain Bolt was in the house. The absolute fear she must have felt knowing I might see her. I absolutely crack up laughing and to this day, whenever I bring it up, she still denies that it was ever her and it was in fact Santa and she therefore has no idea what I'm talking about. It's so silly but so funny. Anyway, I hope you're having an amazing week and are looking forward to Christmas. Sending you lots of love from the UK. Oh my gosh, <laughs> your poor mom. I love the dedication. Like, really, give her an Oscar. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's a nice, that's funny, funny memory. Hi, Heaney. My favorite holiday tradition is so completely ordinary, which just makes it so wonderful and special to me. Every Christmas Day evening, damn, that's a mouthful, my family and I go over to our neighbors or vice versa. We're all insanely competitive and divide into teams to play board games against one another. We normally play Articulate, which is my favorite, and I get way, way too into it and can never stay sitting in my chair. Instead, I jump up and down screaming at my neighbors. There's always drinks and snacks, and it doesn't matter that we don't talk to each other constantly from one end of the year to the other. For those few hours, it feels like magic. Every Christmas Day evening, yep, still a mouthful, I sit at the phone waiting eagerly for the we're ready text to come through because I always know I'll have the most incredibly happy time. Looking back on these moments, it feels like a Christmas ad where you would look in the patio doors and see 11 people aged 10 to 50 just laughing, shouting, talking, eating, drinking, listening to music, and just generally being happy. I hope you enjoy my story. To you, it may seem so mundane and unremarkable, but to me, it's a tradition I never want to lose. I also think the fact that it's unremarkable is what makes it so special. Magical moments are something that aren't always easy to notice, so when I do... I never want to forget them. So, so much love all the way from Ireland. Wow. So true. So, so true. Um, yeah, it's magical moments aren't, are something that aren't always easy to notice. Damn. That is so true. Very wise. I like that a lot. And it does. I don't think it sounds unremarkable at all. It sounds like the best thing ever. I think any tradition like that just becomes so, so, so special. And just having those people that you don't have to talk to every day, like you said, and then every year on the same day, you just get together and it's like no time has passed at all. It's very magical, very much the holiday spirit. Um, I love that very much. Hi, Rohini. I've never written in before, but I've always wanted to, so I'm super excited. 
especially when I saw the episode ideas, because I think we all need help getting into the spirit with everything going on in the world right now. Amen. I've never done this before and feel like I'm breaking some parent rule about talking to people on the internet. (laughs) That's funny. LOL. Anyway, I want to share my favorite holiday tradition. The week after Thanksgiving, my fam and I always drive up to our local church and pick out our Christmas tree. The church has their parking lot set up with a wide variety of trees and they're all encircled in a fence of outdoor twinkly lights. I'm a sucker for little lights of any kind. LOL. Same here. The people who volunteer are always so kind, and my siblings and I usually explore in our pajamas. It makes me feel like a little kid again because the cold doesn't bother me. Cold doesn't bother me anyway. The cold, how's it go? Cold never bothered me anyway. I haven't watched that in a long time. Anyway, back to the story. When we get back, we almost always realize we bought a tree too tall for our house. (laughs) After trying to fix this problem for years and years and always picking out a shorter tree than last year and never actually picking the right height, haha, it's always an adventure to get it up. I'm talking the whole tree falling down after decorating, my dad on the floor trying to screw in the base, my cats jumping on the tree, the whole show, LMAO. After the chaos, we always listen to Christmas music and put all of our decorations up. The tree is never cohesive, just a jumble of homemade ornaments and mismatched lights, but it's special and unique to me. I cherish this family time so much, and I look forward to it every year. I also have some advice questions for the first Christmas in a relationship. The relationship is new, and I'm so excited to share my favorite holiday with someone for the first time. Any gift ideas, fun holiday dates, tip for possibly meeting family and splitting time for fam, friends, boyfriend, etc.? This is so long. I'm sorry. I just get carried away with anything revolving around peppermint mochas and gift shopping. <laughs> Thanks so much for reading. Love the podcast. Um, I love that tradition, and I think it's so funny every year the tree's too tall. That just, again, sounds like a Christmas movie. Um, let me think. Advice for new relationships. Mm. Oh, it's so exciting. The first holiday season with the with the new relationship is just so fun. And it is true. Like, I think when I realized when I was dating Sage and we, like, weren't going to be together on Christmas, I was genuinely sad. I was like, he's my favorite person. I want him to be here. But, you know, when you're first dating or you're younger or whatever, you can't, like, just all have Christmas together usually. Um, but... I mean, if pot, like if your family's down for, it, I definitely think um, doing like a little gift exchange later, like if he could come over to your house later in the day or you go to his or whatever. Um, or, I mean, depending on how close your families are, like I think Sage and I, we had Christmas Eve together with both of our families one year and that was really nice. Gift ideas. Anything you get will be special. Just, you know, keep them in mind, like something thoughtful, something he'll cherish. Um, you can make something that's always nice. Something with photos. That's always fun in a new relationship, like some like photo frame or album or I'm not sure, but yeah, there's lots of ideas, but he's going to love anything that you do because, um, it's you and he probably loves you. I don't know if you guys said the L word. I might be jumping, jumping in the gun there, but (laughs) yeah, it'll be great. It's so exciting. What a fun time. Okay. I love this one. Hi, Rohini. I love the idea of folks sharing their holiday traditions, stories, recipes, etc. It's a wonderful way for people to dive into how others celebrate, whether it's big or small. The traditions my very tiny family and I do are minimal, but mean so much to me, and are some that I'll carry on throughout my life. First off, every Christmas Eve, my dad makes three different kinds of pizzas from scratch. 
Wow. All recipes he helped originate with California Pizza Kitchen a very long time ago. Okay. Dang, that's freaking cool. Those pizzas include a BBQ chicken, Thai chicken, and roasted pear arugula gorgonzola pizza. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. I mean, I can't eat the gorgonzola, but I sure wish I could. That sounds delicious. For the years, I jumped back into the veggie lifestyle, but an overall crowd pleaser, no matter your dietary preferences. Yes, pear and, oh my gosh, yummy. My parents, sister, and I all drink champagne and make these pizzas together. That's so nice. My dad always buys extra smoked Gouda because he knows my sister and I basically eat that as an appetizer while we cook together. It's absolutely one of my favorite things we do together each year. The second and most important tradition to me is my father reading the night before Christmas, right before we all go to bed, and right after we open one gift each. We all sit around our living room with wine or tea and listen. My father is older and battles a few different ailments. Thankfully, he has been doing very well as of late, but the concern of something going south weighs heavy on me, so each time I spend with him and my family is incredibly important and special. I have been recording him reading this book each year for the past six years because I couldn't bear not hearing his voice reading this very special story that holds a huge place in my heart. My family is small, but I am so grateful for how close we are and how each moment shared is special, even with the ups and downs along the way. They're so supportive and strong, and I feel so lucky. Thank you for taking the time to read this. It's really cool that you're so engaging with your followers and appreciate their stories. From a longtime follower and Gemini, happy holidays. I'm gonna cry that's so nice you record him reading that story that's like makes me very emotional um that just sounds like a freaking dream the pizza making the these delicious like custom diy gourmet ass pizzas while drinking champagne as a family that's just such a vibe i love that um and just reading that story and opening the one present i really like that tradition too maybe we'll have to start that um oh my gosh I love that this is such a good idea to get traditions like I feel like I'm learning so much and I'm getting so many ideas um I don't know about you guys but this is very inspiring okay this one also is just so sweet Hi Haney, I got very excited reading your announcement on Instagram because I feel like I'm just waiting for Christmas since November 1st. Haha. <laughs> I just cannot wait to finish this interesting year off with some good joyful moments. So my mom, my sister, and I have this tradition that we listen to ABBA while we decorate the Christmas tree. My mom already did this when she was my age, so every year we make this big event out of it and it's one of the best moments of the entire year. We light candles and then we unpack our collection of Christmas ornaments where every one of them is connected to a memory. Some of them actually are DIYs from when we were little. Some of them are made by my grandpa out of the wax from his bees. That's cool. And some we just collected over the years and bought from this beautiful Christmas market called Trollwood here in Munich. We dance, sing along, and when the tree is finished, we play board games or bake cookies. Oh my god, that's so cool! Oh, what a freaking vibe! Here in Germany, we actually mainly celebrate Christmas on the 24th, and my family and I usually spend it in a tight circle. Because my parents are divorced, my sister and I spend the holidays at my mom's because my dad isn't a big Christmas guy. We either do something all together during the day, like meet at a park or go for a walk together or get brunch or coffee, or we see him a few days later. This year, my best friend actually is going to spend the evening with us because her mom died this year and now she's living alone. We're going to make vegan lasagna, watch Love Actually, and probably just talk and play games. I'm really looking forward to these peaceful moments after this stressful year, and I hope everyone out there is going to be 
healthy, safe, and celebrate with someone they love. Much love to all of you. Heaney, thanks for your podcast. It's so fun and inspiring. Merry Christmas. Oh, my heart. Oh, my gosh. Your poor best friend. Sending her lots of hugs and love. But that's what best friends are for. It's so nice that she can come celebrate with you guys. Um, I love that whole thing. That's just your mom's really doing it right. Listening to ABBA and like just dancing around the tree and oh, I want to go every time I hear you guys a story I just want to travel so dang bad just do a Heaney world tour say hi to everybody sounds amazing um I really like that one my heart I'm gonna be in the best mood after doing this podcast my goodness okay this one is really funny <laughs> and I actually had something similar happen to our family one time so it's pretty funny holiday submission puke fest 2016 <laughs> hi Heaney buckle in this is a long one First, some background. My family and I are from New York, but in 2015, we had to move to Texas because of my dad's job. The holiday season was crazy that year and included about 50 delayed flights, moving trucks, my newborn baby sister, and becoming accustomed to Texas culture. But that's a story for another time. Fast forward a year later, and we couldn't spend the holidays without being with our family in New York. A few days before Christmas, we packed our bags, all the holiday presents, and our new puppy into the car and embarked on a 40-hour-long road trip to New York. Oh my gosh, with a puppy. We must have been passing through Tennessee, the halfway point, when my mom saw a very alarming post or 10 on Facebook. This stomach virus was striking families left and right all over Long Island. We talked about it for a bit, wondering if we could possibly get it to, and concluded, we'll be careful, it's going to be fine, if we only knew. Christmas Day, we went over to my grandparents' house. Of course, it was the first time we celebrated there in years. Everything was just swell. The family was happy, Christmas dinner was being eaten, holiday music playing, until... My sister lays on the couch and goes, my stomach hurts. Immediately we knew. Immediately we knew. It had gotten us. When we contemplated leaving, dessert was served. I grabbed a brownie and walked into the living room where my sister was. Mid-bite into the brownie, my sister's face filled with worry, and she got up, leaned over, and puked everywhere. I dropped my brownie, tried to move all the Christmas presents away from the spray, <laughs> and looked up as all my family members' eyes widened at the puddle on the carpeted floor. Panic ensued while trying to sop up the puke from the floor, collecting all of our stuff, and getting out ASAP. In short, we can just say the next week was spent nursing each other through the particularly bad cases of stomach virus and getting continuous calls from extended family about how they had spent the whole night throwing up. By New Year's Eve, the whole family had recovered, except for me, of course, who had just gotten it. So I watched the ball drop by myself from the couch, eating saltines and drinking orange Gatorade, while the rest of the family celebrated with confetti and champagne at our family friend's house. A few days later, I recovered. We packed back up and drove back to Texas. Memories of Christmas trees and the New Year's Eve ball drop mixed with puke bowls and fever scarred our minds. Later on, that incident would get a name, Puke Fest 2016, and we still haven't lived it down. Phew, sorry that was so long, but I hope it gave you a laugh. Thanks for reading. I love the podcast and can't wait to listen to this episode. <laughs> puke Fest 2016. Oh my god, that's so funny. And if something similar happened to us, I think, actually. I don't know how old I was, maybe like seven or eight. And um, we used to go to my grandparents' house in Arizona for Christmas. So I guess when I said I've, I had never been somewhere warm for Christmas, that was not true. Um, but I just, it didn't seem tropical, you know? Anyway, so we used to go there when I was little with my, um, it's my mom's parents. And they had this amazing house in Arizona with a pool and a hot tub and beautifully decorated. And my um, cousins, Rachel and Andrew would come over, who I'm definitely like really close with them. And my aunt beth my mom's sister and it would just be so much fun we'd have such a good time and um i think yeah we all got a stomach bug 
it was just going around and we we're all in different parts of the house and like kind of quarantining ourselves in that little section. And I remember my cousins and aunt recovered before my like family did. And so our room looked out at the pool and I was like inside puking and they were outside in the pool. And my cousin Rachel just like gave me a sad wave through the window and I was like mm, puking my brains out. But the funny part of that story, which my dad and I still talk about all the time, literally brought it up like yesterday at Thanksgiving. It was in the middle of the night and I had to puke. I think it was like the first time I was getting sick. So I didn't know it was coming. And um, I think the bathroom was too far away or there wasn't a bucket or something. And I like woke up all like freaked out knowing I was going to puke. And my dad, like in the middle of the night in his pajamas, the, the poor sweet guy just held out his hands into a little cup and I puked in his hands. <laughs> and he just like, like, it was just so, <laughs> such a moment. Um, yeah, my mom always made fun of me for wanting to be a very neat puker because apparently that's a Virgo trait. Whenever they're, you know, you're a Virgo, you like to have a neat puking style which is very true whenever I would like this is not even on the holiday spirit at all whenever I throw up from drinking too much I always would make it like the most low-key possible like probably not tell anyone just like go in the bathroom turn on the water and some music do the deed brush my teeth and like come back out and not tell a soul <laughs> but that's so funny anyway that just reminded me of that because we kind of had our own puke fest um but yeah that's pretty funny good times good times Okay, I think I'm going to end it out here because there are so many good submissions and I read all of them. I truly, truly loved all of them, but um, I couldn't read all of them, sadly. Um, but I really appreciate everyone sending them in. They all were such lovely stories, like the best vibes, so many good ideas for um, holiday traditions. I definitely want to do and incorporate and hopefully you guys got some ideas too. I think it's so special like when you become an adult or if you have a partner or if you're just living on your own or whatever it is, like figuring out what traditions you really love because that's the whole thing with the tradition. Someone just has to start it and then you just keep doing it every year. So might as well be you. You can start any tradition you want. Make it super special. And of course, I know like not everyone celebrates Christmas. Um, I didn't mean to like exclude any other religion. I just didn't have um, like I didn't have any more Hanukkah stories or anything like that. So um I would love to hear more stories. I think they're so interesting. And yeah, again, like my family's not Christian or anything, but we'd still celebrate Easter and Christmas because it's freaking fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope it got you in a bit of a holiday spirit and um, brought some cheer to your Wednesday. I will be back next week with another episode. Happy December. Countdown to Christmas. Um, love you guys so much. Thanks for all the support. If you like this podcast, please, please, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me out, helps the podcast grow, and um, yeah, I just really appreciate it. So love you guys. Talk to you next week. Acting My Age podcast with me, Rohini Elise. See you next week.